Here, Crows with no take on Carlton Sunday promises to be an absolute ripper. Joining us, one of their assistants, Michael Clark. Doc, welcome. Bit of Michael, G'day, Michael Clark. Oh, did yeah, I? I'm, Matthew? My front, foot, my front foot cover drive is spectacular. <laughs> yeah, I reckon you would have been a front foot player, Doc. Used to rock back and just get bolted. <laughs> hey, a strong start would be the first order of the day on Sunday, wouldn't it? Yeah, the last two games of uh, you know, clearly last week and oh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago in particular were really poor, uh, and you know we can't afford to keep doing that. We got out of jail last week, but uh, you know it probably cost us the, in the game before. Tell us about uh, how you approach. You have a break. The players get that mental refresh. How do you you get them back into the groove again? And and do you replicate any uh, competitive work at all so that they are on the rivet when you uh, come first bounce on Sunday? Yeah, well, the conditions of the week actually probably played in our favour in that regard and, and the fact that they're going to leave the roof open. So um, the Thursday session, because it was pretty wild and wintry, uh, it was never going to be a skill-based session. So we were able to uh, – it, it had been designed that way anyway, but there was a fair bit of bash and crash in that session. Uh, leading into that, there was a break, and then the first two sessions we were able to get a, a pretty good volume of overground running and, and lots of skill and lots of touch. But the Thursday session – it's pretty short, sharp, and, and intense, and and I guess you know the hope is that we can that we can enjoy the benefits of the of the refresh and but still hit the hit the ground with with the right level of intensity. You mentioned the roof open at Marvel Stadium. That's for COVID reasons. Is is that disappointing for you, or, or are you happy? I'm pretty uh, in, impartial, to be honest. Ambivalent. <laughs> <It> is, yes, <laughs> ambivalent would be a better word. Uh, not not particularly phased. I mean, ultimately. You know, I, it's, uh, for the fans, it's probably a bit frustrating. It might be might be nice to be under the roof on a on a cold, uh, wintry day in in Melbourne. But uh, in terms of the game itself, uh, it'll probably change the dynamic of it a little bit. Uh, Mel, uh, Carlton, I should say, uh, are probably without some of their you know their tall forwards. They're a little bit of a shorter lineup, so they they probably not too chatted that it's uh, that it might be wet. Mm. Um- how do you draw a line through Carlton's form? They've been challenged uh, in the media a little bit. Are you expecting them to try and respond in a in a vigorous fashion? Yeah, I guess human nature suggests that you know when when you're under a degree of scrutiny, then you may respond. But the reality is, I'm I'm pretty sure they've they've been trying to play with the, the appropriate intensity throughout the whole year. But um, so we can't really influence that. In fact, we can't influence it at all. So you know we've got a, we've got our own house to keep in order, and, and that's the focus clearly. Doc Clark is the ruck coach down at the Crows. Um, De Conning is the ruckman. Uh, I think he's played fourteen games. He's a bit of a string bean. Cripps has been doing some ruck work up forward. Do you anticipate them being a bit creative around the stoppage because of that? And Rolly O'Brien's yeah. last month being you know pretty strong, Doc. Yeah, well, honestly, putting that or putting nail, I'm not sure how he said. went out with uh, with an ankle. But they'd played the two leading up until that, this match, and um, but De Koning's a talent. Like he's he's going to be a fairly handy player. He's you know early in his development, but he's got really nice movement, great athleticism, and a good leap. So it'll be a good matchup, um, you know, first up. But where they go to for their for their second ruck option um, will be interesting. Whether they're whether they're willing to uh, you know send Harry McKay up the ground. Obviously, he's been in ridding form. Uh, leading the Coleman, so you'd imagine they'd, they'd be keener to keep him closer to goal. So it may well be uh, they use a Crips or, or a, you know, he's clearly a very tall mid, so he's probably got the capacity to, to pinch hit as, as a bit of a ruck around the ground for him. Good to get Brownie back. He just gives you a, you know, a level of stability in that back half on the small forwards. Yeah, I think probably one of the, 
you know, the exciting parts of the group this year has been the emergence of, you know, some of our youth. But the, the other nice piece has been, you know, our senior players yes. being able to find their level and, and play really important roles. So to get Brownie back, you know, we, we maintain that balance. You know, there's clearly a lot of young guys out there, which is exciting, but it's, it's nice to have that experience around them as well. So, um, yeah, all things going well. well. We'll try to keep that mix in place and, and continue to improve. Mm. Um, just one uh, question around Adam Saad, who gives them that rebound. They look to give it to him uh, at, at any cost. Uh, what about someone like a Ned McHenry? Has he been thought about of p- potentially playing a, a lockdown role on one of those sort of rebounding defenders? Yeah, in fact, at, at various stages, he hasn't. He's never. We've never gone into the game with that sole purpose in mind. But um, his natural bent is, you know, he loves that sort of stuff. So. At any point in the game, he's one, and there's probably a couple of others that can potentially do that role. I guess the plan A is to get the game on your terms, you know, have team-based pressure and, and not let those types of individuals get, you know, get off the leash. But the reality is at some point you may need to go to something like that. Doc, all the best. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys, and congrats to Bix on his uh, induction last night. Very good night, and uh, he spoke uh, amazingly well. So uh, have a good night, boys. Thanks, yeah, well Matthew. Said, Doc. Yeah, he was... Uh, he was- very graciously, he was on the table alongside me where a lot of the, the Port Pirie clan were and he looked after that crew and they had a good time, I must say, and they were very thankful. <laughs> for Matthew, he's it's a, not he's hard a, for Port Pirie guy to have. He's a very amicable guy. He's a lovely fellow. Matthew Clark, yes. not Michael Clark, Matthew Clark. That's it. Rediscover the road in the all-new Toyota Kluger seven-seat hybrid SUV. You'll find it at Jarvis Toyota, South Road, Clovelly Park, the Kluger, where freedom meets family, Jarvis Toyota proudly celebrating 20 years of great deals. Thanks, Bixen. Congratulations yes, again. Thank Wholeheartedly you. fantastic. Little disappointed there was no dad joke in the speech, but, <laughs> you know, we can work on that. Mark Bigley, you'll hear him across the weekend on 5AA, part of our footy coverage, as you will with Warren Treadray, who's next.